In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God. I mean, welcome everyone. Uh, as we continue our study in the uh, book of Joshua, the Old Testament, uh, we're, uh, we're starting and going slow still, right, step by step. But again, a lot of things to talk about, a lot of things to actually stop at and to reflect on. Uh, for those of you who are following with us, where are we at? What did we get last? What did, what did we talk about last last uh, Saturday? The ark leading the people as they are about to cross the Jordan River. Yes, yes. Okay, what else? Sanctify themselves. Exactly. So if you remember, we talked about in that chapter, we talked about five kinds of messages. That's what, how we're looking at, if you, if you remember that. Five kinds of messages, preparing the people to cross the Jordan River. And as we always say, if we are uh, studying Joshua, not, let's not just keep ourselves in, trapped into the Old Testament and in the story, but looking at the symbols and looking at the shadow, that this is the shadow of things to happen. Looking at the new Joshua Christ himself, Yeshua, Joshua, Hoshua, uh, which is Yeshua, the same. So, so the, the prototype of Christ. Let's keep this in mind. Otherwise, we'll be just studying history and just studying things that happened in the past. Okay, it's good to know, but that's not helping me now. So let's keep that in mind. We talked about five messages throughout this passage. Chapter three, from, from the beginning till the end of the chapter, just kind of go through it here as we, 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 we talk and continue. Number one, the officer's message to the people, right? If you remember the first thing that the, the officers went and told the people, as it says in chapter three, uh, verse two and three, and the, the officers went and, uh, and asked or ordered the people to do what? When you see the Ark of the Covenant, do what? Move on. Verse three, chapter three, verse three, two and three, right? And we said that you can sense from the text itself that there's some kind of what? Of urgency, right? When you see it, do it, right? Okay. And they said, okay, after three days, when you see the, 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 the Ark of the Covenant, uh, you need to, to move. You need to be ready for that, right? So this is the first message, the officer's message to the people. Joshua was an, uh, we talked about Joshua as an early riser, as it says in the beginning of the chapter, that he, that uh, it says that, that Joshua did what? Rose up early, right? Early. So, and, and, and as we said, like, if, if we really want to get into all that blessings and being ready and everything, let's make sure that we are always what? We, we arise early, literally, and also what? The, the, the spirit of it, of being, being there. So this is number one. Number two is also in, in verse five, which is now the message from Joshua to, to the people, to the people. So again, those who are just uh, joining, uh, book of Joshua, Old Testament chapter three. Second message, first message, the message from the, from the officers to the people. Second message from Joshua to the people. What did he tell him in, chapter, in verse five? Sanctify. This is the most common and very well-known verse. Sanctify yourself because tomorrow the Lord will do what wonders among you. And we talked about this and what does it mean to sanctify. And again, as we go through this, always remember again that we are just, this is a prototype of the work of the Lord in our life. The third message was Joshua's message to whom? To the priests. To the priests. So, okay, people, get ready, right? Be aware once you see the ark. People get ready, sanctify yourself because tomorrow something big is going to happen. Now the message is to the priest, doing what or asking them to do what? To take care of the, of the Ark of the Covenants, right? And to move with that. And, 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 and it's very interesting when you read this, that actually the actual responsibility, if you look at, uh, at Leviticus, is the actual responsibility of, of, of carrying the Ark is for whom? For the Levites. Well, they're all from the tribe of, of, of Levi, but the Levites, there is actual certain groups, that a certain people, a certain family that only can hold this. But now he's asking the, 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 the priests because he wants them to be actually leaders and he wants them to be ready and he wants them to be actually understanding the responsibility that, that they have through the Ark of the Covenant. So that was the third message, the message of Joshua uh, to, to, to the priests. Just a note on that, on the priest carrying the Ark also, uh, something to, to, 
to to remember and and maybe we didn't stop at it last time but but if we go back again to to, to the book of numbers and uh, i believe in chapter uh 10 where where the prayer that we actually always pray it during the 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 um procession that we do it in in matins in vespers and the procession that we do it in the pauline epistle and before the acts when when the when the the priest and the deacon are going around again we're not just going around right there are certain prayers and deacons you should know that like okay what you're what you're supposed to say so we are actually praying the five uh litanies right the litanies of the peace this is the of the of the fathers this is of the uh or the three litanies the litanies of the assembly right and then at the end at the end the priest will come here and say why well, arise oh god and let your enemies be scattered right and then go towards facing the west and say but let your people multiplied thousand times thousand ten thousand times ten thousand so that that part that the the, the, the the priest says at the end of this which is arise oh god and usually you're supposed to actually lift the sensor up on top like higher because we're saying actually what arise oh god this is the prayer that moses was instructed to pray when every time the ark of the covenant is being moved arise oh god move as definitely has that that meaning of the resurrection also right Arise, O oh God, let your, let your enemies be what? Scattered, but let your people be multiplied. So keep this in mind as they are walking. And as we said, again, the, 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 the distance that they were traveling about to, till they reached that point is about two miles. So again, imagine the other people and watching them and seeing like the millions of people watching and marching towards the Jordan. It's something that's very, very uh, 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 glorious. Something is happening. Something is happening. So the message here for them that uh, that uh, go and uh, and and hold the ark of the covenant to start to move. But with that, you see that there is something that's very important that they, they, they know that they are protected by the ark okay? and they are encouraged by the ark. So here, when 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 in verse five, when when. Uh, uh, when Joshua is telling the 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 the, the priests, six says what? Joshua spoke to the priest, saying, "Take up the ark of the covenant and cross over before the people." So they took up the ark of the covenant and went before. Take up the ark of the covenant and move, and move. Right? And again, as if it is the same thing for all of us. Again, take Christ with you and move. Well, take God with you and move. Move because people are waiting for you to move because you need to possess, as we said, not possess, inherit the land. Remember in the beginning? Inherit the land based on what? Based on, on Christ that is in you. And as we will see later on, he was in the midst. What does that mean? So this, that was the third message. The fourth message, the message of the Lord to Joshua. So, and that's what, where we stopped at last time. Like when, 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 when we talked about, okay, Joshua is telling the priest to move. And then what happened after this? If I, if I am showing some kind of, 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 of faith and trust and obedience, God will leave me? No. So what would God do as he did to Joshua here? He's telling him what? I will be with you. And the Lord said to Joshua, this day I will begin to exalt you in the sight of Israel, that they may know that as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. There is always what? resolve there's always encouragement there's always blessing there's always change in, st in status exalt you he'll be what exalted you're not that joshua anymore even though that people know that you are following moses and you are leading but but that the people start to look at you in a different way different way you'll be exalted and that exaltation is coming from whom from god himself from god himself okay? so you, you look at the dynamic of the process all this is right before the cross. So God is preparing them and preparing Joshua and preparing us now, right, in order to, to move on with that, with that mindset. So that was the, the fourth message, the message of the Lord to Joshua. When Moses led the nation through the Red Sea, the miracle magnified Moses before the people and before the Egyptian. And now the, the miracle again is magnifying whom and exalting whom, exalting Joshua again. Okay. 
And then the fifth message, I'm just going to mention the five and then we'll go back again to the text. The fifth message, as you will see today, is Joshua's message to the people. So he talked to the people earlier, sanctify yourself, but then today you'll see something different. He's telling them what after, sanctify yourself because tomorrow there will be wonder. Now later on he goes, after this he goes to them again and, and, and telling the people, come together, right? From 9 to 13. So Joshua said to the children of Israel, come here and hear the words of the Lord your God. And again, here you see what, as we said last time, that the, 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 the main thing that's in the, in the Ark of the Covenant is what? The Torah. Right? The commandments. The word of God. But as if what will lead the way is what? Is the word of God. What they should obey is the word of God. What will actually continue and continue? Before he said what? Cleanse yourself. But now he's telling them what? Come and what? Do what? You see the, the, the sequence? Right? As if, you know, again, we always, we always say that, that, that uh, uh, struggle. Like, you know what? I, I, I read and I don't understand. I don't listen. Right? Well, as we said, it's all one, 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 one package. Right? I cannot approach the word of God if I'm not what? Cleansed first. And I cannot just live my life, and I don't really, I'm not really, really serious about my, my, my life of repentance, but you know what? okay, but I'm reading the Bible. Okay. Yes, the word of God will, is able to, to, to work and to change, but you need to do what also? To be ready to sanctify yourself so the wonder can happen, the miracle can happen. As we always say, the miracle of miracles for us is to be called what? His children. We're not asking about this miracle or that miracle or whatever. No, we're asking actually that continue that, that sonship. And that is the miracle of miracles when we become one in him. So this is, these are the five, the five messages. Joshua's message to the people at the end is come here, children of Israel, and listen as we will see more and more. So there is much more into that as we'll, we'll, we'll bring that again and, 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 and finish the, the, the chapter today. But I just wanted again to, to, to point out those three things here. Uh, and we'll, 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 we'll go through the text itself. So let's read again from verse um, uh, 7. Joshua 3 from verse 7. I'll read the text and then we'll stop at certain things as we are going through the text itself. The Lord said to Joshua, Today I will begin to exalt you in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. And as for you, command the priest. So here the Lord is talking to Joshua. As for you, Joshua, command the priest who bear the Ark of the Covenant. When you come to the brink of the waters of the Jordan, you shall stand still in the, in the Jordan. And Joshua said to the people of Israel, come here and listen to the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said, here is how you shall know that the living God is among you. This verse is very important. Joshua said, he's continuing to talk to them. People, people. This is the message to the people. Joshua said, here is how you shall know that the living God is among you and that he will without fail drive out from, from before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites, the Perizzites, the Girgashites, the Amorites, and the Jebusites. Behold, the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of all the earth is passing over before you into the Jordan. Now, therefore, take 12 men from the tribes of Israel, from each tribe a man. And when the soles of the feet of the priests bearing the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan shall be cut off from flowing, and the waters coming down from above shall stand in one heap. So, when the people set out from their tents to pass over the Jordan with the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant before the people, and as soon as those bearing the Ark had come as far as the Jordan, and the feet of the priests bearing the Ark were dipped in the brink of the water, now the Jordan overflows all its banks throughout the time of harvest. The waters coming down from above stood and rose up in a heap very far away at Adam, the city that is beside Zarethan, and those flowing down toward the Sea of the Araba, the Salt Sea, were completely cut off, and the people passed over opposite Jericho. Very what? 
very detailed, right? Like, like uh, just as you can, the water stopped and the road split and they crossed, but, but all those details. Right? Now, the priest bearing the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood firmly on dry ground in the midst of the Jordan, and all Israel was passing over on dry ground until all the nation finished passing over the Jordan. Just, just again, live that text. Right? The text is speaking in, in, in a very, very strong way about what happened and about the magnitude of what just happened. Right? This is the, 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 the only second time that something like this happened and nothing happened like this before and nothing will happen like this even after. Let's see and the Jordan and that's it. It's not something that happens every day. Right? That's why the details like this is something that's very, very, very brave, very strong. And definitely when we read this and we read St. Paul and he's talking about the Jordan River, about the baptism and about that the people went through and, and, and reaching the, the, the rest, you, you start to think and put things together, right? Not just as an event that happened before and that's it, but not, but no, as something that is what, that is very, very, very uh, 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 relatable to our life, right? And, and it's not only that, but it, it gives us the clue of how to continue to walk into the what? The land of rest. Because right. it's, it's an ongoing thing, right? Till we literally there, right? So keep this in mind again, those process and, and, and those messages and these things. But one thing here before we go on, from, from, from uh, the message of, of Joshua to the people, he calls or he, he identifies God in a couple ways that are very, very, very important. What was that? If you, if you, if you pay attention. What was that? Specifically two things. Again, let's read again from 9 to 13 and see how does he identify God and why is he doing that to, 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 to saying that to the people. The Ark of the Covenant is walking. He's making sure again that you follow the Ark of the Covenant and, and all this. But when he talks about God, what does he say? Living God is one thing. Thank you. What else? What again? Three? The Lord is God, there's something else. Maybe he said the living God, there's something else. Verse 11, what does it read? God of, or the Lord of, of all the earth. And look again at verse 13. The Lord of all the earth, again, twice. Now, why is that? Why is that? Why is number one, he's calling God again? Remember now, he's, 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 the people have the promise, but now it is the what? The time of test. Okay. Like, here's what's happening, right? You see all the river. And then from the text, also, the text is describing the, the, the Jordan at the time as what? It's overflowing. It's the, it's the, so I was reading, instead of having like, I think, 500 feet width, it's actually about over a mile. The width because of the flood so it's in 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 in, in the most uh, uh capacity of the flood of the river itself right deeper wider uh everything right <coughs> exactly the current is faster exactly yes you're actually some of the commentators saying that this is all imagined you know this this area has mountains and the mountain has snow and as we live in minnesota we know exactly what happens when the snow melts right <coughs> Have that that current and the flooding that we always kind of you know suffer from here also so keep that in mind it's not just like a river right so why now with that like why 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 joshua is actually focusing on those on 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 on, on, on telling the people that he's the living god and he's the lord of all the earth what does that mean to you and to us and to them at that time okay again He's in control. When he said the Lord of all the earth, that means that he is actually in control, right? He's exactly able to go in as Job said and just kind of shut down the faucet that turns out this water and can, okay, you guys now, you're fine. I'm in control of this. How about uh, the life? Yes, Dr. Samir, uh, Yes, uh, he is he, uh, trying to, to give them notice that he is the Pantocrator. He is controlling everything. 
So it is not not just a crossing of the Jordan. It is a, a great thing that this is one step, and it will be followed by many steps. He is a, a God of all earth. Yes, yes. It's just the beginning, just the beginning. So he is the Pantocrator. He is the he is the, the yes. Who he, who that is? He's the Lord of all the earth. Right? Because remember, that was just the first step, and then they still continue to, to fight and continue to struggle and continue to walk in order to, till actually the time of King David, who actually established the whole kingdom, and at that time there was no more what? War. Right? But going back again to, to the, 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 the living God, the living God. Il Hai, he Il Hai, because your God is living. Yes. 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 He is a living God with all that meanings, with all that power that gives, right? And, 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 you know, sometimes that is a struggle with our relationship with God when we get into that, just doing things and forget that God is a what? Is a living God. Have you thought about this before? Like knowing that God is a living God? Yes. 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 Right. It is tough, we forget, even when we're praying, when we're in the liturgy, we're praying, when we're reading, we forget that actually he is a living God. And sometimes we just come try to imagine, right? Like, okay, I think I'm standing right now, I'm just gonna imagine, you know, that there's somebody listening to me and like, no, that it, 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 requ it requires faith, it requires a very, very strong faith that he is a living God. One of the meaning of living act is interesting, flowing, fresh. What does it mean? What does it tell us when we know that God is fresh? <laughs> what does that mean to you? That he's able to give something new. That's another character of being living God. Right? Yes. So he is able to give something new. Can we experience this? I think because, as we were studying yesterday in Hosea, because of the lack of knowledge, we are destroyed. <laughs> because of the lack of the knowledge of who our God is. I'm just going to go in and out and mumble a couple words and say a couple psalms, and then I'm done with my prayer, check the box, I'm good, fine. Done. Oh. Yes? Yes. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You see the living God in the nature every day, 100%. 100%. Yes. Yes. One of the other meanings also of, of, of the word itself, hayi, uh, in Hebrew is actually reviving. It's a beautiful. Reviving. Reviving. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Right? Active. And definitely, as we were talking that season of the spirits, you can see how we are saying about the Holy Spirit, that the life giving, Ruh al right? So those things, you know, as as Joshua is 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 like new or feel for the people, and he needed to remind them that remember now, yes, you heard the promise, yes, we are here, but remember that's why it's written, you know, that the living God, right? Because God is living God. Now, what do we need to do in order to keep that beside faith? 100% it's faith, right? Like, no, I really need to believe. And, 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 and just talking to somebody the other day, it goes like, at the end of the day, I can, I can, I can always struggle with the fact if this, all this thing is true or not. But at the end of the day, it's my decision whether I want to believe or not. Right? Trust. That's a decision. I can keep in doubt, like, I don't know if this is true or not. Okay. It's, yeah. But the faith is a decision to believe in something, even I might be doubting. 
so 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 when you when you look at, at the text again he says that 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 he 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 is is telling them that in order for them to remember now the, the one that promised you is not just any other promise right and also something that's important because what they they are going into a land that has been worshiping other other gods who are not living we were reading this yesterday Hosea 4 to the point when people are distant from God they start to, to talk to who to wood and to a branch that's how insane sin does you start to talk to a, to, a, to like okay give me a sign <laughs> right number or the name yeah. yes okay <laughs> So it's, it's very important to understand this, and that's why when, when, when Josh was saying this now, that, that no, he's, 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 he's specifically saying that, that, that the, 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 the God is living God. So with, with that, you know, he's, he's, he's prepping the people and getting their mindset and getting their, their actually kind of like challenging them with that, that... Uh, that uh, you know that that the God is a living God, right? And then he moves on with uh, with 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 the promise also. So in in after verse uh, nine, as he says, and Joshua said to the people of Israel, "Come here and listen to the words of the Lord your God." So before he, as we said, before he said what, sanctify yourself, right? But then. Come here and listen and listen. And I think it's an, another very, very, very good like recipe, right? In order for us to continue always in the process of crossing the river. Come here and listen. Come here and listen. Because when you come and listen, you will be you'll feel what and you know what what will happen to you when we listen. You'll be sanctified by the word, exactly. You have been cleansed because of the word that was spoken to you. And John, right? Yes. So this is one thing. You will you will be sanctified by him, right? And what else? What else? Come here and listen. Like if, if you're hearing this now and say, okay, God is telling me now, come here and listen. <laughs> like literally. Right? What comes to your mind? Why do we need to listen? You need to need to, 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 to have the word actually settle, right? Sink in, right? Because when the word of God sinks in, what will happen to other things? Go away, exactly. And that's part of the sanctification, right? The word of God, which is light, the word of God, which is power, the word of God, which is God himself, when he comes, then the other things will. And it's 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 if you, you see it all the time, and I'm sure we all experience that. The more we are distant from the word of God, the more we are very in trouble, very vulnerable, very susceptible to any to all kind of things. Right? Keep the word in. Come here and listen. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes, yes, in, 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 in the revolution, revelation, yes, yes. And Joshua said to the people of Israel, come here and listen to the word of the Lord, your God. And here again, the Lord, he calls the Lord, your God. Right? To remind them also of what? That this is who you should follow. Right? Like very specific, that he is not just the Lord, no, the Lord, your God. Remember, he's yours, and you are his. And John, yes, David, sorry. Right. In the in the in the ark. At that time in the ark, because he his his presence at that time was was in the ark, right? There was a tent before that, right? But at at this right at this point, 
there is no tent. There's always there as they're crossing. The tent is there, yes, but, but it's not physically in front of them. Before that, through exactly, they are used. They are, they are used to communicate with God through the the visible tent, right? And through when God appears in the pillar of cloud and the light, and right. So yes. Right. Yes. 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 No. No. It's experience. It's experience. Right, 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 and that's a great point, David, because that you build you build that relationship based on experience, right, right, and and but again, the problem is when we are not paying attention, so all those little things that happen to us, it passes by, or we we just kind of like overlook it, not paying attention that this is actually God is dealing with us, right, God God's word, yes, Alvin. In the church, the altar and the body and blood, the Eucharist, yes. But in our daily life, God is manifesting himself to us in everything, right? In everything. If we pay attention more and keep our eyes, remember when we go on the mission and say, okay, be aware and take care, because at the end of the day, we're going to ask, how did you see God today? How did you see Christ today? In, in what way, right? In other people, in the people that we serve, in the circumstances, in events. And the more you are aware mentally, the more you come actually at the end of the day, you're like, yes. Right. This happened, and it's not, it's not just a coincidence, right? A couple of weeks ago, I was, you know, I, I was kind of lazy to, to at night to, uh, to fill up my car, and then so I thought, okay, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll wake, in the, wake up in the morning and uh, fill up the car because it was, it was almost out. So I drove, and I thought I can make it to another stop before the gas station i went and then the car stopped in front in the middle of the street no gas okay here i am and like what's happening and why and i'm in a rush and i have a meetings and this and that and that looking across the street there is a truck with people who are working uh on the on the uh, on the on the road on the road just kind of painting the road and stuff and the where, where i stopped was actually they blocked the other lane so there's only one lane that will, and everybody is, is behind me. I'm trying to signal people like just you know, do something, but the lanes are cl closed, so it, was, it was just a mess. So they, they saw all this and they came, one of them came right away. I said, what's happening? I think like I ran after gas and I said, okay, no worries. So he opened the other lane and said, I think we have gas in the truck. Okay. He ran to the, to, the, to, the, to the truck or just across the street and got all the crew and the truck came and did a U-turn and came, stood behind me with all that big sign that the, the, the lane is, is, is closed. And they pulled the tank and put it in, and then, okay, here you go. This will get you to the gas station. Thank you very much. God bless. <laughs> Coincident? Absolutely not. God is trying to tell me something 100%. Right? And <laughs> so it's free. <laughs> you put maybe a gallon or two to get me to the gas station. But again, the, so the idea itself that a lot of things are happening like that. That's, that's why I'm sharing this. It's not just because whatever. But no, a lot of things are happening in our lives and we are not paying attention. That God is what? Is working. God is living God. God is all the earth. Right? He's at work and will continue to. Yes, exactly. So that, that, that was the message, the main message of, of Joshua to the people. Right? that there is something here and be aware of that, right? Because what you will see, and that's why actually the, the, other, the other details of the, of, the, of, the, of the text itself, what happened and how the river and they stopped like way, I think you're saying about almost, almost 10 miles away that's where the water stopped. So the water all is drying and then it's all kind of like, because it's, 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 uh, it's the, 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 the geography of the, of the area itself. So the water just like, and again, and then it says it stopped like a heap as one heap. So again, you're crossing and you see that big, huge wall of water and it's stopping and like, is it gonna stay like this? Or, you know, should we rush or should we hurry? Should maybe, maybe what happens if the water starts to come back again? Well, we're not across. So again, keep all those things in mind as we are studying the thing, the, the story, and you see that it's not just like easy thing, right? 
And as we were talking last time, God deals with people in a different ways and different times. You know, we all, the, we all know the Red Sea, both, both sides were stopped as walls from both sides, as it says, right? Here in the Jordan is not both walls. It's just like one, one flowing, that stopped flowing, and that's it, right? Why? We don't know, right? I mean, there are, there are commentators and there are theories and there are things, but, but at the end of the day, God is dealing with each one, each time, each situation a different, a different way. Just go, just trust and go. No? Imagine again, somebody said like, they probably heard the story about the Red Sea, like, well, that's not what they did before. <laughs> just imagine that. <laughs> like, no, we can't trust him because we heard that the, both walls stopped or both sides stopped, but now I don't know what this is, right? I mean, you can, you can move on with that and you can find yourself very, very much lost. While it's very simple, okay? Just go. Just go. So, the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of all the earth is passing over before you into the Jordan. And then he asked them to take 12 men from the tribe of Israel, from each tribe a man. And when the soles of the feet of the priest bearing the Lord, the Lord of all the earth shall rest in the water, shall dip in the waters, as it says later on. Actually, rest in the waters means actually touching the the ground it's immersed in the water not just like from 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 the surface so when the people set out from their tents to pass over the jordan with the priest bearing the ark of the covenant before the people as soon as those bearing the ark had come as far as the jordan and the feet of the priest bearing the ark were dipped in the brink of the water and now the jordan overflows with all its banks throughout the time of harvest this time actually it's just like overflowing overflowing again the width is probably the width is double the, the the depth is more you know it's not just you know a dry or or just like a like a simple thing and then comes verse 16 which is kind of like again puzzling why why all those those uh details where at and the names of it and standing uh, or passing over opposite to jericho what do you think just you know just from reading this, like what comes to mind? All those, all those uh, details. Yes. Okay. That it's that is what. So that, that's one thing, kind of, kind of documenting it, that this is actually, you know, the places and those places are there and everything. So one thing is to, is to prove that this is something true, real, real happened. What else? Okay, yes. Yes, the great distance and that, that actually that city is there and you know, uh, you can actually realize that Adam is how far is it from where they at and everything like that. Yes, so magni or putting actually the real value of the event itself, of the incident itself. Okay, what else? Yes. The reader doubt exactly, exactly. Not leaving a room for people to doubt. Because again, I was listening something. Okay, he said he asked them to take twelve stones out of the of the bed of the river and then take it and move it with you and tell your children and children, 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 children that this is actually from the bottom of the Jordan River. Yeah. What if at one point one of those generations like, how do I know that this is from the Jordan River? Like you don't know, but this is the story, right? And the story is that happened. And the story that we are here now, whether you want to believe it or not, it's up to you. As I was saying earlier, and this is, again, this is the same thing with, with, with if anybody's actually doubting the scripture, right? Yes, we can go into all the, the, the scientific reasons and the proving and not proving and manuscripts and everything, but at the end of the day, it's what? If you want to believe it, you'll believe it. It's a story, right? But the story is for a reason. And also, if you go deeper, a little bit deeper at, at you know, 
I'll leave the question of why opposite to Jericho later on. But before that, one of the places that here is called what? Zarathan or Zaratan. If you, if you look at the, at the text itself again, what does it say? It went, it stopped at a heap very far away at Adam, the city that is beside Zarathan. Zarathan is actually called, or, or the meaning of the name of the city is, is the distress. So I'm sure it has some kind of meaning when you look at the meaning of the word itself. The distress, the distress of, of, of are we going to, to make it or not? The distress of the environment, the distress of the circumstances itself, the distress of not even knowing where are we going, right? But with the distress, you have always what? The solution. You have always the ark of the covenant who is leading. And that's why the distress becomes what? Becomes, becomes comfort, right? So when, when, when the text says that the city that is beside Zarathan, it's not just like this, like beside the distress, right? As if the water stopped beside the distress, <laughs> right? When things are, again, very, very, very hard and very real, the reality of life. And then those flowing down toward the Sea of Araba. Araba means dry land. So here again, you see, you know, the, the, the playing on the words that there is water and there's water stopped and they are the, the, and those flowing down toward the Sea of Araba. Araba is, is uh, dry land. And actually, one of some of the commentators said that this is the exact place that our Lord Jesus Christ was baptized at. Which again brings them the, the, the understanding of the prototype, right? The victory here happened, you know, as the word of God is in the midst of the river, and they are following that, right? And that's the reason for them to continue. And you look at this also with the, the victory that happened to us when we were baptized in Christ and the Holy Spirit came on him as coming on the whole humanity, right? So definitely, again, it's not just, it's not just a coincidence, but it's, 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 the, it's the prototype, although it is a story, but the story is for a reason, right? And it's very, very obvious from the name of Yeshua himself, from Joshua himself, from Jesus, the same name, right? So you look at all those things and again, and you say, okay, like again, what does that mean to me now? I think it's very, very clear. Sanctify yourselves, right? God, once you show that you are obeying, God will exalt you, right? Once you are coming to listen the word of God, you'll be able to actually get over the distress and get over the danger and get over the nature itself because he is God of all the earth. He's above the nature, right? He is a living God that his relationship he has to be a living relationship, not just obligations, not just doing things, right? So all those things we need to think about. Does really our relationship, my relationship with him, is it a living relationship? Meaning it's being renewed, meaning it's being refreshed, meaning it's being receiving something new, right? Or not? And not only that, but then he takes them to cross the river opposite to Jericho. Like, really? <laughs> Nothing other than Jericho in this area that you want us to cross over? So just imagine this again. Who's watching them? Jericho. Rehab, right? Waiting, right? Here they are coming. All the excitement, all the joy, all the fulfillment of the promise. But also the rest of the people who are, who've been what? Imagine seeing those two, three million or whatever that number is and crossing and the water is, 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 is stopped and it's, it's, it's this, this huge thing happening. And I'm sure they're shouting and they're singing and they're dancing, right? And the, old, the, the people of Jericho are watching. What would that do to them? These are great people. That's exactly what Rahab said. The part of the people melt. So it's not just a coincidence that it just they just happen to be crossing and landing you know, opposite to Jericho. There is a huge meaning in there, right? That no, God is using them and using his power because he is God of all the earth to terrify the enemy, 
and also to test the people themselves because again here we are yes we're going to do this but what about that next city right so you are able to stop the water now but are you able to destroy that huge jericho we knew that it happened before but think of them as 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 they are in that process right and that's exactly what happened to us right like okay but what if you know maybe god will get me out of this but what if something else happened like come on right don't you learn <laughs> but i'm worried after what happens today that maybe when this happens next time some something else will happen like, you can you can you can continue that mindset you're free <laughs> But when I take you and make you cross the river and put you in front of Jericho, it's for a reason. One thing that, that, that I was talking to somebody about this earlier today about the fear, the fear, and how that fear can actually make us very, very, very what? Not just stressed, paralyzed. And again, look at the, at, at, at the priests again, who God or Joshua told them, Take the ark, and then once you dip, once you immerse your feet, the water will stop. And they're seeing the water is overflowing, right? Like, okay. The fear that, that is there, oh, sorry. The fear that can stop everything. Because the whole people are waiting for what? For the ark. So if the, if the, if the priest said, no, 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 we don't know about this. They're not just affecting themselves, they're affecting the whole nation, the whole nation, right? The fear. Fear is something that's terrible. And, and I think it's, it was St. Anthony, I can't quite remember the quote itself, but St. Anthony was talking about, about that devil senses our fear. Yes. He knows, he knows that I'm afraid of this and he will take you from this point. That's what we say in Arabic. And this is the first thing, exactly. The first thing in the list of the, of the revelation, right? Those who will not enter. The first category is what? Fearful, right? Yes. What is it that we are afraid of? Dying. That's, that's, yes, a lot of people are actually like, no, afraid of death itself. Yes. What's happening tomorrow? What else? The unknown. Yes. What's going to happen? Right. What else? Hmm? Can't hear you. Losing someone, fear of losing someone, being detached from a person or a thing, or, yes? What else? Hmm? Judgment, like judgment, judgment day or judgment for people are judging you? No, from, from, from judgment, okay. From God's judgment, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say afraid to, not to go to heaven. Yes, Nancy, afraid of not really, uh, confident that we have way to cross and enter into heaven. Right? Those, those things are very, 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 very real. And they impact the way we live and they impact the way we actually pray and they impact the way we look at God. Right? Especially when it comes, several of you said, when it comes to actually doubting if we were really going to make it to heaven or not. So sorry to say that, but like, why are we taking communion? If we don't have the trust that he is able, it said that the blood of Christ will cleanse you from every sin. We look at Hebrews and said that we, let's move, enter boldly to the heavens. And because of that, you start to doubt and you start to actually distance yourself and you start to actually to, to, to depend on yourself more and more. I want to I I make sure that I can do it. 
but but understanding understanding who we are and what we have and how we should be proceeding no one of us no one on the whole earth will be able to enter kingdom of heaven because he is a good person right do you believe this or not and that's what made paul himself said that i am the the least the chief of sinners Yes, he said, let me strive unless I became unworthy. Yes, he said that. But also he said what? It's better for me to? Yes. And he's the one who said, let us move in boldness and enter into the heavens. And he's the one who said that he had made us sit with him in the heavenly places. Yes. So I think all those things, while we don't really maybe maybe take time to think about it, and sometimes we don't think about it just because we avoid thinking about it, I think it, it really impacts, impacts our relationship, right? If we are really so much in doubt like that, how can you walk, right? There is a difference between watchful and between fearful. I should be watchful 100%. Watch what you see, watch what you do, watch what you hear, watch what you do, right? But as much as we are watchful, we know that we are what? Victorious. And we know that he is the one who will bring us to him. As you we were saying a couple of times ago in the prayer meeting, that, that the ascension that Christ presented us to the Father as he entered into the heaven. And, and, and the story here is, 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 the, is the great example. Again, people didn't just cross the Jordan because they were good warriors. As we'll see later on, people didn't enter Jericho because they knew exactly how to fight. But they did what? What were they good at? Listen, obey, and had faith. Which is not easy thing. Again, as we were saying last time, imagine how many million of people are walking and they're all, okay, let's, let's just, as we said, as he said, let's just keep our eyes on the ark. If the ark stays, we'll stay. If the ark moves, we move. Okay. Well, but we don't think so. Okay. But I think I have a better way. Okay. But, go ahead. Okay. But Joshua might not be quite right about this. I think let's talk to somebody else. Maybe he'll, and we, we saw all those stories happen with Moses, right? Right? The people said, no, no, no. We, why only this Aaron is the case, the priest? We want to be priests, right? What happened to them? So as I say always, in a way, we have a choice, but we don't have a choice, <laughs> right? We have a choice to, okay, should we obey and move? Or no, let's do it in our way. Okay, you can do this, but knowing that doing doing it doing it on your way, what will happen? You'll perish. You'll perish. So when he brings them and made them cross across from Jericho, it's it's just like it's 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 the probably the, the utmost challenge for both sides. For both sides, for the people who are crossing. Like, okay, I thought we're done with this, that big thing. Okay, now no, <laughs> there is much more to come, right? Keep doing what you are doing. Sanctify yourself, come and listen, obey, keep your eyes on the, on the, on the Ark of the Covenant, right? Follow the rules and trust. Which is our life, right? It's exactly our life. In order to enter into the land of rest, I promise. And our life as a daily steps also. Because as we said before, that the, the, the promise or the rest is what is Christ himself. So if every day we want to run away from all that craziness that is, that is surrounding us and find rest every day, do those things every day. God doesn't leave us without any, any directions. Like, I don't know where to start from. We hear this a lot. Like, when it's been a while and I'm all lost, I don't know where to start from. Okay, just, just look and learn, right? And see what God wants to tell you. 
the messages that we're talking about, the, those five messages you see, three, thing, or three things that are very, very, very uh, uh, common in all the messages itself. What are they? So in every one of those messages, whether the message from the, the, peop the, the, the officers to the people or from uh, Joshua to the people or from God to Joshua or from Joshua to the people again to the priest, you see that there are three things that are always in each message. What are they? Number one, there is always what? Give the, 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 the message contains the information of what needs to be done, right? Be careful, take uh, whatever, uh, when you see the R. So there is information about what needs to be done. He also gave them the direction, how to do it, how to do it, right? And all the messages had what at the end? Promise. Okay. The direction, what needs to be done, the direction and the promise. Okay. But the promise is always the victory. The promise that, that, that's in the promise, right? And if you look at those three things and look at how God is dealing with us in everything that you, you need to, 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 to align this, that again, whatever is happening is, is the, 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 the information, right? How to do it. Sometimes we don't know how still, because again, we're not listening. That's why he said, come here and listen, because then you will know the direction. And at the end, there's always what? There's always a promise. Always a promise. So that's, you know, again, when, when you read the, the text, you read the, 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 the details of the story itself. Again, it's not just a story. It's not just like the story that we give it to the kids at Sunday school and the Joshua and Jericho and we go around and we do the, the drama and we do the, uh, all those things and, and we're just kind of, okay, good. No, I think it's, it's our story, right? Now the priest at the end of the chapter, now the priest bearing the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood firmly. Why is it stood firmly? What does it tell you when, the, when it says they stood firmly? Stood firm or firmly? Hmm? Conf what? Confidence? Confidence. And also what? Yes. Trust again. Like, okay, we, we know we're standing on a dry land. Right? Because that's what it said. Stood firmly on dry ground in the midst of the Jordan. Come on. <laughs> Any more details? Any more actually challenge? Right? Firmly dry land in the midst of the Jordan. Totally against all odds. Right? That's not what's supposed to be done. That's not normal. But when you read the text again, like, okay, I got it. <laughs> right? Can we stand firmly on dry land in the midst of the Jordan? With life jackets, <laughs> with doubting, with having people watching, with having plan B and C and D and E and G. What, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, right? He stood firmly on the dry ground in the midst of the Jordan and all Israel was passing over on dry ground. Again, dry ground until all the nation finished passing over the Jordan. Till all the nation finished passing over the Jordan. Here, passing over again, which is what? Abar, Abur. That's why they called Abraniyin Hebrews, because they passed over. They passed over one time and they passed over. The angel passed over them and they passed over the Red Sea. And here again, they are passing over. Can we consider ourselves Hebrew? Iberian, <laughs> crossing over, crossing over. I think this is what our life is all about. How to cross over every single challenge, every single obstacle, every single fight, every single temptation, every single, you name it, you name it, you name it. But we have to, not because we're good, but because he gave us himself he gave us himself one last thing i want to uh, 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 
uh, go back to, which is back again in when he says that uh, in verse uh, 10, that uh, the living God in, because he says what? Because the living God is, in, um, in, is among you in the midst. The actual word is, is much more than that. That's why I want to come back to it and just uh, uh, highlight it before, before we end today. The, 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 uh, the word itself is qareb, which is yaqrub, which is qareeb in Arabic, but it actually, I was looking at it and the word qareeb in Hebrew and qalb in Arabic, there is one letter that is different, which is what? The reh, reh and the l, the lamb, qarb wa qalb. So actually linguistically they say that qalb is coming from from this word, qareb, which changing the R into, into lamb because the qalb is in the, the heart of the thing. So he was in the heart of the people. Not just in the midst or among, no, it, it's actually more, and more than that. It, when, when, you look at it, when you look at it from the dictionary and from the, from the, the link it, qareb, which is in Arabic, qalb, the letter R being softened into L. Because we know that the Arabic is derived from the Hebrew, right? So yes, they moved for some reason the R from Qareb into Lam Qalb, which is the same meaning. So in their in their midst, it's actually in their heart. God, the living God, is in your heart. Is in your heart, and that's why we have confidence that we will what enter into the heaven, into the rest, right? Because not again because we are good, but because the God, the living God is in our heart. And that's what we literally do when we are uniting with him in the, in the Eucharist, in the Eucharist. We can't avoid Eucharist, we can't, we can't. You, you'll find me every time talking about the Eucharist because that's the heart. But we just need to understand that and believe that. We're not just partaking something, we are partaking God himself, we are one with him. And that's why we're able to cross. That's why we have the confidence. That's why we have the joy in the midst of the darkness. Questions or additions? Uh, there is a point, Abuna. Uh, they are crossing on a dry land. Yes. And yes. Uh, they were standing firmly. Yes. This what uh, exactly what St. Paul uh, mentioned. Yes. In Hebrews, by faith, they passed through the Red Sea as dry land. Mm, yes. Whereas the Egyptian trying to do the same, mm. they, they drown. Yes. So I can pass, but other cannot pass. Not pass. Yes. Yes. It makes it dry for us. Right? Yes. While the enemy drowned. Right? Yes. And, and definitely, as you were saying, it's, it's against the odds. Yeah, when, when, when the river stopped, it, how many days it would take for the land to be dry? So it's not just that he stopped the water, he made the land what? Able for us to walk on it. This is the word direct in Hebrew, which is actually, you, because you step over the ground, you make it a path. That's the actual word, that you make a path because you are you know, in, 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 in like a places in, in Egypt or in the, in, the, in the country, and the more you step on or drive on a place, it becomes dry. But see, that is done by him. So he stopped the water and they made the, the land dry. Yes, I'll be want to say something first, right? Or, or Magzi. Yes, Magzi. Yes, Magzi. Yes. Yes, yes, they kept around. Yes, that's a good point, Amagdi, because God made them go around in circles because they, they needed to be taught something. He wanted to teach them something, right? But this is, remember, this is a new generation, right? This is a whole new generation, right? But yes, but the experience and, and, and the thing. So like, no, I will take care of you now. Right? But don't do the same mistake that they did before. That's exactly Hebrews again. Right? Your fathers did not enter to the rest. Right? By most of them, God was not pleased. Yes. Mm. Yes, David. Uh, yeah, I was thinking that you know, uh, the Jews, they were uh, 
Yes. 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 Hmm. It will be dry. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's that's the work of God. Exactly. Yes. And that's his plan, right? And that is his continuous work. This is again what we need to get out of this. It's not just the one time. Yes, it can never happen again that the river will dry and people will cross, but it happens every day with us. That he makes a road for us to path, to walk. He makes a path for us to walk in order to reach the rest, right? On a daily basis. Again, the rest is not that thing that will happen whoever knows how many years from now. No, it's today. It's today, it's every day. This is our understanding that the eternity and the kingdom of heaven is now. And the rest is now in him. In him. Yes. Very good. Yes, Albir. Last thing so we can. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. Right. Yeah. That, that's we all go through this albeit which is once things are not going right you start to doubt you start to think and start to ask but then we have this as St. Paul says we have cloud of witnesses right when you talk about Hebrews 11 again right but we have those clouds of witnesses that they are witnessing for his faithfulness right so we bring this back again and we hold on to it again and we pray again versus just letting go like okay I'm lost here I am again I don't know what happened to me and you start to doubt, and one thing leads to another, to another, to another, and you're distancing yourself more and more and more, and then at the end of the day, right? So when we, that's why I'm saying, when we read those stories, it's not just a story, right? We need to bring this back again to, to our life, right? Because God is the same God, that's what we say, and the spirit is the same spirit, right? Last thing, yes. Yes. No. Way after. Elijah and Elisha is way after this. After after David, after Solomon, after the, the division of the kingdom. Yes, way after that. Okay, we'll start chapter four next time and see how far we can go each time also. Okay. Uh, read before and contemplate before you come so we can actually you have an idea and you can you can interact not just listen but you have you have something that is uh, that's in mind and, and pray that god gives us more and more uh contemplation more and more of uh, understanding of the word itself okay let's pray Finally, lord hear us when we pray together sing our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come that will be done on earth give us this day our day forgive us our trespasses forgive those trespasses Lead us not temptation, but deliver us. Grant the kingdom and power of the glory. May the love of God the Father, grace of his only begotten Son, the kingdom of the Holy Spirit, with you. Go in peace. Peace be with you all. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Thank you.